Hey, what up? It is Eric with Everything is Marketing Podcast. Hope you're enjoying your Thursday. Want to shout out to Herman Miller. Thank you for having me out today. Uh, we had a great time doing the uh, social jujitsu talk. I believe the video from Tuesday's keynote will be done uh, probably in the next four or five days and uh, PageWorks will get that to me. So I will put that up and then I will also put it up as an audio podcast so you can enjoy that in whatever fashion that you would like to. Hope you are enjoying National Cat Day and have uh, gotten a hold of Uber. Spent your $30 to have your uh, cat delivered so that you can have feline interaction in your workplace. They're doing some really genius stuff, but I, however, uh, am going to wait for National Marsupial Day because I feel that kangaroos are really where it's at. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, some big news happening uh, this week in the world of marketing, as there always is. There was rumblings on Tuesday that Nintendo was going to announce their very first mobile app game. So we could finally get Nintendo into 2008, where they'd be putting games on phones, as they should have from the jump off. Uh, they've had a rebound this year from April to September. They've seen uh, their their revenue bouncing back, which is good news. Uh, what is not so good is that the game that they've just started to, decided, I should say, launch is uh, called Miyatomo, I think is probably how it's uh, pronounced. And, and what it's going to do, it's going to connect to your home console through their cloud-based service, and you'll be able to mon- they're going to be able to monetize through the sale of uh, Mi accessories. So as you're building your avatar, that's how they're going, much like what you do with Clash of Clans, although I, I'm not really sure that this one is interesting enough that people, at least here in the United States, are going to be really excited about paying to build an avatar. And essentially it's going to work like SimCity, but it's really, really, really ponderous why they didn't launch something like Super Mario Brothers or Legend of Zelda or Donkey Kong or any one of the you know, games that they could have blown out that would have Star Fox. I don't know anything that would have gotten people excited to start spending money on Nintendo games on their mobile devices. I wish them the best of luck, but I'm just not really sure that uh, Nintendo's got a really great mobile strategy as this uh, this announcement this morning just seems ponderous it's a free-to-play game uh and like i said essentially going to be sim city with a messaging application in it so you can talk back and forth with your friends i'm not really sure on this one uh, and it doesn't even come out till next year and i think so much is going to change as we all know right we've been talking about all the stuff that's been changing just in the last six months all the stuff that's changed just in the last two weeks i mean in the last month You've seen a number of platforms come and go, and Facebook change this. Instagram ads open up. Twitter moments becoming a thing. Twitter moments buying advertising on uh, the World Series so that you can start to use Twitter moments. And I just think a year is a long time to wait for a mobile game that really, to me, isn't that interesting. You look at the graphical interface, there's images all over the place. It's not that spectacular, and it lacks, to me, some of what of the... We'll go with draw. Some of the draw that brings people into games like Candy Crush, the addictive nature. Let's go that way. The addictive nature with uh, Clash of Clans, the addictive nature with Candy Crush, the addictive nature with Words with Friends, with 2024, whatever game that you're playing. This one really seems to lack it because I don't know that anybody has been pining for a 1985 graphical interface of a social medium while 
charging you to build your avatar to look like yourself. And you know, that happens. You There's upcharges for Xbox One, so you can obviously pay to add things to your avatar on Xbox One if you want to do that. But it's such a small part of the interaction of Xbox One that you're obviously there to play Halo 5 Guardians or you're there to play Call of Duty or you're there to play whatever you're there to play. You don't need to interact with the avatar or upcharge for the avatar. Here, though, uh, that's clearly part of the game plan is to monetize by getting people to pay to make their avatar look like themselves so they can message back and forth with their friends on a mobile device when they already have 745,000 ways to do that. So while good news for Nintendo that they've seen their revenue up April through September, I just don't know that this is anywhere close to the game changer that we were hoping or certainly anywhere close to the mainstream title that they were going to drop so that people would once again be excited. Because if you are of a certain age or even if you're not of a certain age, because I think that the game that most people were looking for was something along the lines of Mario Kart, which would have blown up the mobile phone industry because people would have really loved to play that at scale using their mobile devices. That is not what we're doing. We're doing something totally different. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about, of course, is Twitter moments. Uh, There have been some changes on the platform, and some of them I really like. I really do like that they're... um rolling out they rolled out their first tv campaign this uh this week i should say during the world series and i like what they're doing with this because one of the problems and one of the reasons that they needed to come up with twitter moments as i've been talking about is the half a billion tweets that roll by on a daily basis makes it really hard for people to understand what's going on and from somebody who's jumping into the platform when you have a user base that's stalled at 305 million or somewhere around there when your user base stalls you've got to do something dramatic to get more people to jump in because by the end of next year Instagram has already beat them in users by the end of next year Instagram will beat them in revenue so they've got to do something so what they need to do is get mass appeal back on the platform and moments is a great start to that the addition of the ability to follow the moments is another great evolution of that platform. So now instead of going to, because they, they got some complaints early on that on the mobile device at the very bottom, they would put a blue dot next to the lightning bolt that signifies moments. And that would let you know, much like notifications, that there were new things happening and you should click on them. And that Pavlovian response got some people really angry. So what they've done now is allowed you to go into moments and go, okay, I'm a fan of the World Series. The game is starting. I want to follow this moment. And you can follow it and it will show up in your Twitter feed. And I think that's a great uh, addition to what they've already been doing with moments. And what moments does is, of course, curate things that are happening in real time. The thing that Twitter does best is live moments and Thus, the word moments is born and moments takes those and makes it easy for a casual Twitter fan to understand what is actually going on. And so the ability to go on a mass medium like television in a big series that people are excited to tune into, which is the Mets and the Royals, you've got a lot of eyeballs watching and you're doing that in tandem with the moment about the game. I think that stuff is is kind of what those mediums are made for. And as I've been running around this month doing some keynotes, there's some anecdotal, uh, not anecdotal, I should say, there's some empirical data that shows that when you combine a mass medium with a social medium, you can really explode the ad recall, the purchase intent, the brand awareness, all of that stuff blows up. When you talk about Facebook native video and putting television content on Facebook native video, you see just that. So putting Twitter moments on the World Series while you're doing World Series moments, I think they're going to see some nice growth out of that and probably had some fun in game one when Fox couldn't quite keep the television station on. So really the only way that you could watch the game uh, was on Twitter. 
or listening to it uh, using a radio or streaming audio device, which I think is an interesting paradox. Okay, uh, we will be back tomorrow for a little Devil's Night version of the Everything is Marketing podcast. Have a wonderful Thursday. As always, if you want to get a hold of me, you can do it in a number of ways. Uh, The easiest way, though, is eric at mlive.com. Have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.